It didn't seem possible that a shoulder could hurt so much after firing a rocket-propelled grenade. I'd been expecting to just watch some distant fireworks, like guys shooting small arms at targets near the airport. But no, my buddy got me inserted into a squad shooting rockets at clusters of brush hundreds of meters away. In order, you pull the trigger, hear the whoosh of the rocket speeding off, and feel a slam in the shoulder. A second or two later, a muffled explosion creates a small crater approximately where you pointed the weapon. The concussion slams you in the stomach. It was surprisingly empowering and exciting. I then understood the appeal of military hardware, for it was clear that things like this could be greatly entertaining if it wasn't for the unfortunate fact people often had to die. The soldiers, most of them half my age, grinned and made fun of my lousy aim. The Embadaka layover was supposed to be just a quick in and out, but at the airport the second day, the nervous young soldier in charge of fuel was even more agitated. It seemed there was a problem. I'm so sorry, but we're temporarily out. He looked culpable, like the situation was his fault, personally. Maybe it was. We have one hundred lead, but no more kerosene. More is being brought up from Kinshasa, though. How long? Not long. It's on its way. Less than two weeks. Two weeks? It's coming by barge. It was a twenty-day journey up the river from Kinshasa, capital of the Congo. That last evening, there was a decidedly gray sky. Yet over time, a spectrum of muted colors formed outside the hotel window. Something was happening. Out the window, over the dull concrete and tin roofs, while the majority of the overcast sky above still evoked shades of gun metal, an open band at the horizon had developed and allowed an impossible blend of pale blue and muted yellow to stream through as the sun descended out of sight. The city and jungle were both airbrushed in a thin pastel by this warm wash of light. In that unreal glow, it became apparent how these clouds which had lingered almost the entire time in Embandaka, were indicative of what the rainforest meant to the world. If the rainforests were indeed the lungs of the earth, these clouds, it almost seemed, were their slow-motion breath. Breath.